Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest. You know, our focus is the natural options that are available to all of us to help us achieve optimum health. Well, vaccines, especially the COVID-19 ones, are very much in the health headlines these days, and, and the news is encouraging. But with those headlines have come a number of questions, including whether or not we've learned anything from the pandemic we're all enduring. And what, if anything, we can do to reduce our chances of of ever having to go through something like this again. To help us explore those issues, we're pleased now to be joined by research microbiologist Kieran Krishnan, the chief science officer of Just Thrive Health. Kieran is joining us from his home base in Chicago, where they've been enjoying some 70-degree weather. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Roy. Hi, Judy. Great to be with you. Uh, it's always good to have you here. Kieran, you're the, you're the Chief Science Officer for Just Thrive Health, and, and Just Thrive is a major force in the natural health world these days. So with, with all the focus on vaccination now, what kinds of questions are you and your colleagues at Just Thrive getting these days? You know, there's a there's a couple of parts to that. Uh, one is the the biotech and the pharmaceutical and the, the medical world. You know, they they came together to put together this this uh, certain treatments. Of course, there's a number of uh, approved treatments for people with severe cases of COVID, which which have been quite successful. So those are in place. And then, of course, getting these vaccines done in absolute record time with with new vaccine platform technology. That's been their role, right? You know, so in our world, we we work in the space of preventative care, right? That's that's really the idea behind what we do uh, in the dietary supplement, nutritional, functional food type of um, type of marketplace. But the big question that came about through uh, through this pandemic and the and the really clear illumination for everybody was that our population, in particular, is and was uniquely susceptible to this type of pandemic virus, right? And the reason for that is because of our health condition. You know, 60% of American adults have at least one chronic illness and closer to 50%, somewhere between 40 and 50% have multiple chronic illnesses, at least two, right? And these chronic illnesses, all of the things under the metabolic syndrome spectrum and all that, those clearly through the course of the pandemic, based on all of the data that have come out, make people more susceptible to these types of infections. So it compromises immune response. It compromises the basic ability of your body's immune system to protect you. And so our world is all about how do we improve people's overall health and wellness? Because even though the the pandemic virus created a specific type of disease, the susceptibility to the virus is a factor of the lack of health and wellness in our society. And so what we are really getting as questions and conversations is, A, you know, what did we learn from this pandemic? And B, what can we do to improve the overall health and resilience of our population? And that's where we come in, right? We can't count on the pharmaceutical companies and the biotech companies to do that part for us. The natural health space is where that sits and that becomes our role and our function. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with research biologist Kieran Christian about lessons from the pandemic and what we can all do to begin adopting those lessons right now. now uh, what can the average person do to contribute to ending the COVID-19 pandemic? 
You know, I think part of it is is maintaining a certain degree of caution still. I think people should be out meeting with each other, families, friends. I'm getting it, getting together with more families and friends, um, you know, but I'm still avoiding things like bars, right? If bars are open, uh, I'm not going. It's just a very crowded uh, indoor environment that that can still cause spikes and spreads of the virus. Um, and again, you know, the, the problem with those spikes and spreads and all that, th- there's a, two major issues. I think we will control deaths and and really severe disease pretty well. So I'm not so much concerned about lack of hospital beds and ventilators and deaths and so on as much, as much as I'm concerned about uh, things like creating new variants, right? Because the more it spreads and, and, and the more it causes infection in more people, that's how you develop these variants. That's the nature of viruses to evolve, to become more effective at what they do, which is infecting their hosts, right? So we will end up getting more infectious versions. We'll end up getting potentially more lethal versions, and that can really turn the tide in an unfavorable way. So I would say as we're bringing this under control, as people are getting immunized, um, as we're getting closer to that herd immunity, we should still maintain some degree of caution uh, so we're not specifically causing these super spreader type of uh, events. You know, ultimately, like we can't control other people's behaviors, right? So if people are doing things that you may or may not agree with, no matter what end of the spectrum that you're on on this, whether you're on the end that says, you know, all of this is nonsense, just go about life as normal, or you're the other end where you're like, I'm not leaving my house ever again. Uh, No matter what end of the spectrum you're on, you can't control other people's behaviors. So one of the most important things you can do besides controlling your own behavior is actually controlling your own health, right? So improving your health, improving your own resilience helps you not become a reservoir for these kinds of infections that then spread on to others, um, you know, in in, in a significant way. So improving your own health, taking charge of your own health, that's going to be a really important thing to keep in mind. Because remember this, one of the things that I've said throughout the last year is this pandemic has come, but it will be gone, right? But the thing that's not gonna be gone is the degree of sickness that is present in our population, right? And that degree of sickness is part of the reason why we had such a bad go of this pandemic and lost so many lives, right? That'll stay even when this virus is gone and this virus will be gone at least out of the forefront um, at some point here soon and the illness, the rate of illness, the rate of uh, the lack of health will will remain unless we make those changes. And and there's so much people can do. They have so much control over their outcomes, much more than we knew even five years ago. And so, you know, basics of of maintaining your gut health that can have a profound effect in your overall um, overall health. So when we talk about um, maintaining our gut health. Um, uh, so I have in the last year, for example, um, uh, doubled my dose of probiotics every day, and I'm really trying to be good with the prebiotics. And so am I, are we at a point now where I can sort of back off of that a little bit? And what, what would be the ingredients for going forward from today for me? You know, um, you're not the first person to ask me that question because, um, what a lot of people have found is that 
you know, going through this health crisis, people did double up and increase their dose of lots of nutrients, including the spore-based probiotics, including their prebiotics, even things like vitamin D and so on. Um, and, and they're wondering when can they back back down? My, uh, my continuous response to them has been, how did you feel when you increased the dose, right? Did you feel better? Were, what was already helping you feel good that make you feel even better because there is a dose response to some of these um, items, including the spore-based probiotics and the prebiotics. And in fact, we found over the last eight, nine years of working with these products that there are some people that just need a higher dose. It depends on all of the stressors on your system, right? Both chemical, personal, whatever it may be. And so if you felt better in a, or in an improved state with the higher dose, I would stick with the higher dose because you want to maintain that resilience and you want to maintain that beneficial feeling. Um, if you if you didn't feel any different, then you were probably at the right dose and you can just go back to your old dose and then only bump it up should there be an acute problem, right? And and so that's that's kind of my general recommendation to people. I just can't resist saying, I, I think I felt better I think I think I felt better because I I knew that I was uh, doing things that would were really helping my immune system and if I was unlucky enough to encounter the virus I think I was in a pretty good shape a pretty good space to fight it off so I think it was as much mental as anything else in terms of feeling better. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a great state to be in, right? Now some people will say, well that's a placebo effect. Huh. Well, um one of the greatest medicines, in my view, is the placebo, right? <laughs> Imagine being able to heal yourself with, with, with just your mindset. Um, and, and that just shows you the power of the human uh, condition. Um, so if you felt better, it means your cortisol levels are likely lower. Things like norepinephrine, epinephrine, all these stress hormones, maybe your serotonin, and dopamine were higher, right? There is a chemical signature to feeling better. Right, whether the feeling better comes specifically from that higher dose or comes from the idea that you're taking a higher dose and you're more protected, there's nonetheless a chemical change that occurs in your body. And that chemical change is actually associated with better health. So to me, if you feel more secure and better, do it. And, and I got to just, uh, we got to stop, but I do, I can't resist saying, I think I felt better because I, because of the research that you've shared with us over all the months we've talked, which I, which I know I'm not making this up. Yes. <laughs> There's a study there, which proves that, that this is true. So thank you. My pleasure. Science, science always wins, right? Science always trumps everything. So. Thank you, Kieran. We've been speaking with Kieran Krishnan. He's the chief science officer for Just Thrive Health about the latest efforts to bring the COVID-19 panic to it and what we can all do to support that process and improve the overall health of our country. You can find out more about Kieran's work and the probiotics he recommends at justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com. And remember, you can find a podcast of this and all Healing Quest episodes on our website, healingquest.tv, where you can also find some of our favorite finds and picks, products we've vetted and use ourselves that we want to share with you. Well, I love the True 47 Silver Antimicrobial Masks and Scarves, and you've heard me talk about them before on the show if, you're, if you've listened, and if you have been listening, thank you very much. They are super effective, and they're pretty, and I, I don't go anywhere without mine. Plus, they have a, a wide variety of other silver products to choose from to help us all stay safe and healthy, and if you don't remember, it's because 
they are 99, I think, 0.9% effective against virus, bacteria, and fungus. So, you know, it's something, even if we're not in the middle of a pandemic, I think I, I like mine a lot. And one of my favorite picks is the So True Organic Beet Powder, not only for its cardio health benefits, but also for enhanced workouts and enhanced sexual performance because of the nitric oxide boost. And remember, when you shop with us, not only have we done the research and vetted these products, making it easier for you, but you're also helping support us in bringing Healing Quest to you every week. Up next in our show, a look at the power of poetry to heal. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 